welcome to the Hope City Church podcast. We're so excited for you to listen along and hear this week's message. We pray it inspires and motivates and draws you closer to Jesus. Let's take a listen. Happy weekend, everybody. Happy, happy weekend. It's so nice to be here with all of you this weekend, yeah. either Saturday night right. or Sunday morning, whatever, whatever you choose. I'm loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. <laughs> I'm loving it. Uh, happy weekend. Hey, we had a great week, didn't we? Be- really good Before week. we jump into the message today, we had a, we had a great week. Yeah, we did. What do you, you want to tell them a little bit about the great yeah. week we had? Church, well done. You know, I was actually crying, legit crying well last done. night. As I just saw, you know, moms showing up with their kids, young adults showing up and, you know, all masked up, ready to go, just gladness of heart, carrying box after box after box in the dark of food outside here of the HQ into their vehicles. And, you know, there was so much food that they, yeah, totally. There was so much food, so much food. It just, it reminded me of the book of Malachi. See if there's not, you know, or overflowing that there's such, there's not room to fill it. And uh, there's so much food that uh, the food bank said they actually couldn't take it at the actual food bank that we had to bring it to the warehouse. And I thought that was really, really great, really, really cool. You know, we, we just are praying prayers of peace yes. and protection and provision over our city. We're declaring that Jesus is over our yeah. city. Amen. Amen. So, guys, great job. Yes, great job. We pulled together and we really touched our city. So exciting. Totally. And even the house, like gift card donations. Yes. Guys, the donations keep coming in. Yes. So much so, get this. We called Wagner Hills this week and we just said, hey, we have an excess of gift cards um, that are coming into our church. We really believe that that's, this access is coming in for a reason. Uh, what do you guys need? What can we help you with? And they said, this is our need. This is what we could yeah. get help with. So we've been loading stuff up and we're gonna pack the vehicle up tomorrow and we're gonna deliver it to the girls uh, at Wagner Hill. So we're just really, really excited. Like ending this year, yeah. just on this note of, of this year of all years of such a generosity, such a pouring out, such a looking up and looking Looking out with their arms, you know, extended to the world around us. So blessed to be a blessing. Blessed to be a Amen. blessing. You know, I just it's it's the heart of God. Yeah. Generosity is is always the heart of God. And we had an old friend that used to say, What we make happen for others, God will make happen for us. You know, it's just the given, it shall be given. But here's the thing, we're not caught up with what what we're gonna get. Yeah. We're just getting caught up with what we have to give. Amen. Yeah, oh that's good. It's yeah. a good way to say that. Yeah. Um, a couple quick announcements before we jump into the message today. Um, this is our last weekend service. Right. Um, That's why we want to do it together. Yes. Our cozy, cozy weekend service. Yes. Um, but we are having our, our Christmas Eve Eve service. Mm-hmm. So Wednesday, December 23rd at mm-hmm. 6.30 p.m. We're going to have um, a service that we're putting together right now, mm-hmm. 6.30 online, whether on YouTube, our website, or on Facebook, you can watch. And we're working up some stuff. we got a kid's video we're putting together and a special music video we're putting so together. Uh, so we just can't wait for you to watch it. Wednesday at 6.30, we're going to do a candle lighting, have a little message. going to be a great time, Christmas Eve Eve. And then that will be our last uh, official service of the year on Sunday, December 26th and Mm -hmm. Saturday, December 20. 
No. Is it no? Anyway. Anyways, that weekend, that, that weekend we're not going to have a service. We'll we'll stream an old one, but we won't have a new service that weekend. Um, and that's it, yeah. right? But you know, I just want to jump back to the Christmas Eve Eve service. Is guys, everyone's worked really, really hard. Everyone's yeah. heart and their hope was that even though we're all separated and and we might feel apart, that we would really feel together and that it would really truly yeah. be a reflection of having, you know, church in whatever way that we could, you know, yeah. you know, our gift to one another, just to have gift or church together, um, that it felt like we were having church with our church. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like we were watching it afar off or it didn't feel like we were watching somebody else's church, which those are good things. And we thank God for that, but that we really felt like we had church with our church family. So yeah. it's exciting, uh, Saturday, not Saturday, Tuesday. Nope, Wednesday night. <laughs> At 6.30, get your candles ready, get the yeah. matches yes. ready, get your heart ready. And just like the song says, let every heart prepare him room, you know, in heaven and nature sing. It's going to be a special time. You know what I'm really excited about mm. is this is our first Christmas Eve Eve service. We can actually light real candles. Oh, yeah. But we don't have to turn on the switch, the battery up, and we can have real candles, guys. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, some things are awesome right now. And having a real candle for our candlelight service, awesome. Okay, so today is our last day in our in our series on on the themes of Advent, and so today um, Jenny's going to talk about joy. Yeah, well, we both are. We are together, but mm -hmm. Jenny's got it boiling up in her heart, and we're going to discuss it together. But I'm going to turn it over to you now, and you just yeah. go. Um, I don't know, boiling up in my heart, but it's just thoughts that are just you know stirring in my heart about joy as I think about joy and. You know, as many of you, you know, you've probably just been watching the world around you, even just watching things in your own heart and obviously thinking about all things Christmas and uh, because we are in this season of Advent as, you know, we wait, although it's already happened, the arrival of Jesus Christ. I love just even the thought of Advent because it puts my heart yeah. in an expectation of something that already happened, but something that is here and something for me to focus my hope yeah. and my expectation and remember that Jesus is here. Um, but I've been thinking about that line out of Oh Holy Night, The Weary World Rejoices. And it's just like, you know, the weary world rejoices. It's like that song was written for now. Yeah, totally. It's one of my favorite Christmas carols. And um, and then I was just, you know, watching people and it was like, is the, is the weary world really rejoicing? You know? Yeah, the world seems really weary. Yeah. But is the world, are, are we really rejoicing? And, and I don't know how to answer that question. And I'm not here to answer that question. But I've been more posing that to myself and challenging myself. Am I really rejoicing in, in a season, in a year? Am I able to rejoice in the Lord always? Like yeah. the Bible says, and again, I will rejoice. Which means to take joy again, mm -hmm. to take joy again, to take joy again. And, you know, I, I, I come to this conclusion on this is that I don't think we can really learn how to rejoice properly without going through these seasons of hardship, of having to go through these seasons of struggle, yeah. without having to go through these seasons where we're challenged after being challenged after yes. being challenged. And that's what we are gonna talk about today. So I don't know what we're gonna call this message today, um, but I'm just gonna call it with joy right yeah. now. So if you have a Bible today, open it up. And we're really just gonna park on one scripture here. Um, and not in the Gospels, actually. We're gonna just uh, we're gonna park in Hebrews here. So if you have a Bible, I'm gonna be reading out of the New King James this morning, and we're gonna have a little bit of a dialogue going on here. And we're gonna try to get through everything, but I'm just trusting 
um, that the crux of, of what I believe the Spirit of God has to say is heard in Jesus' name. But in Hebrews 12, it says, Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run mm -hmm. with endurance the race that is set before us looking, say looking, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher. Another translation will say the perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him yeah. endured the cross, despising the shame and has sat down at the right hand of the throne mm -hmm. of God. And this verse has just really been challenging me for the joy set before him. You know, the weary world rejoices, Jenny, for the joy set before you and, and something that the Lord's been talking to me about these past few weeks is is are you are you finishing this season with joy yeah Jenny are you finishing this season with hope in your heart are you just trying to get this year done so that you can get on to the next thing you know and here's the other thing the Spirit of God was talking to me about was he said, you know, there's a difference between running away from mm -hmm. something yes. and running to something. Anytime that I'm running away from something, it's like I'm just, I'm trying to avoid it. I'm trying to avoid the angst. I'm trying to avoid the fear. I'm trying to avoid the suffering. If it could just be over, 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 if I could just get to the next thing, yeah. everything would be okay. But then there's that running towards That's that right. he's been talking to me about. And he said, are you fixing your eyes on the joy? As you fix your eyes on the joy, are you, are you running towards hope? Are you running towards peace? Are you running towards the plans that I have yeah. for you? Like the words that says the Lord, are you running towards the peace? And, and that's where I'm at right now. Am I running away from something? Just trying to be done with what some may deem as this trash year. For the record, I don't believe it's been a trash no, year. I've been, I believe that it's been a year that people have had an opportunity to grow in grace, grow in strength, grow in love, grow in generosity, grow in trusting in the Lord. Yeah, there's been hard things that have happened this mm -hmm. year. There have been tough things that, and I know that many of you are still going through right now, and I am sorry that you're having to go through it, but I'm praying for you today that your faith wouldn't fail and that you would be able to reach out your arms to the very hem of the garment of Jesus Christ, that you would find wholeness and peace and resurrection life in the name of Jesus. But it seems to me, as we look at this scripture, and this is kind of what I want to unpack, is I really want to focus on him enduring the cross, despising the shame, um, but for the joy set before him. Mm -hmm. That's what I really want to focus on. Yeah. And, and, the th and the thought where I've, where I've been sitting at is um, joy versus suffering. You know, see the world will say, well, joy is good. Mm -hmm. Pain is bad. Joy is good pain is bad. We want joy. Yeah. You want joy. Yeah, you absolutely. love joy. Yes. You're a happy guy. I like you to know, be you, happy. you love, you don't want to suffer. I don't. I don't want to suffer. We don't like Most to people see don't. people like to suffer, but here's the thing. Can joy and pain coexist? Yeah, they can. This scripture shows us that there, and we're going to unpack it in a minute, but I want to read this in the, in the Passion Translation. Hebrews 12, 1 to 2, and I'm just going to read it here. I don't have a Bible. So it's just written down on my notes here. As for us, we also, or pardon me, we have all of these great witnesses who encircle us like clouds, so we must let go of every wound that has pierced us. Mm. Are we willing to let go of those wounds that have pierced us and the question. sin we so easily fall into? There's a whole message right there that we're not going to preach today. Then we will be able to run life's marathon race with passion and determination for the path has already been marked out for us. 
we look away from the natural realm yeah. and we fasten our gaze onto Jesus who birthed faith within us. I love this translation yeah. so much. Jesus who birthed faith within us. It's in you, church, and who leads us forward. He leads us forward this season into faith's perfection. His example is this. This was our model. This was our example because his heart, Jesus's heart was focused on the joy of knowing that you would be his you were the joy. I was the joy. You were the joy yeah. that was set before him. He was able to endure the agony of the cross and conquered its humiliation and now sits at the right hand of the throne of God. I just want to shout there for a minute. Do it. It's just so powerful as you think about Jesus being on the cross, yeah. knowing that he could have done anything to get off of there but knowing through his perfect submission yeah. his perfect obedience to his father his love for you his love for your family his love for mm -hmm. your sisters and brothers his love for the worst person yeah. that people could deem as the worst worst person yeah, in right. the world he chose to stay because we were the joy that was set before him yeah do you have anything you want to say yet uh, I did a few minutes ago, but you keep going. <laughs> okay. Yeah, doesn't fit anymore. Okay, but I want to talk about like what is joy? Let's unpack this for a minute in the Hebrew. Joy comes from the word kara, which is many of you would know is um, it sounds kind of like karis. It's pretty similar to the word grace. In Hebrew, if you want to write this in your notes, it's five, four, eight, nine. In case you want to study it out yourself, but it means joy. Joy means joy. Grace, grace recognized. The awareness of God's grace, it's a leaning towards, it denotes favor. And if you're taking notes, you might want to write this down. Joy, we're talking about what is joy here, okay? Joy is a choice purposefully made. Joy doesn't need a smile mm -hmm. yeah. in order to exist, although it usually has one. Joy is an attitude of heart and spirit. See, you know, People will say, well, what's the difference between joy yeah, and happiness? Well, happiness isn't present in darkness and difficulty. But Not usually. But joy can be, yeah. even as we see that with Jesus being on the cross. That was the joy set before him. He had the joy in the most excruciating pain. Mm -hmm. You know, some of the most excruciating pain known to people on earth. That's just physical pain. That wasn't even just taking on the weight oh, of the, the sin the of the world. the weight and the sin of the world would be astounding and in the midst of that joy we we talked about this this morning we were talking mm -hmm. about how happiness is based off experiences mm -hmm. but joy is based on a deeper revelation and understanding of who god is in the midst of your trials and tribulations right. so yeah keep going it's really good uh joy okay so happiness isn't present in darkness and difficulty joy never leaves it mm -hmm. That's good. it's not trying to run away it's not trying to run away from a trashy earth Okay? Joy never leaves it. And it brings to life peace and contentment. So where there could be peace and contentment lying dormant in your life, joy is going to bring that to life. Yeah, that's good. Happiness is fickle. It'll come and go in yeah. any given moment. Have you have days where you're just like, do, 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 you know, like that? No, no joy is constant and happiness yeah. couldn't hold a candle to joy. Yeah, that's right. It's so good. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, it's so good. So that's... And, and that's a good way to look in your life and see, am I full of joy or am I, or am I just being happy right, right. now? 
right? Am I doing this? Am I riding the waves up and down, up and down? Because mm-hmm. if you are, that's not the joy of the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's the happiness of the emotions. That's the happiness of the moment. Yeah. But the joy of the Lord will sustain you in the best of times yeah. and in the worst of times. Yeah. Totally. The joy of the Lord yeah. is our strength. That's you right. know, Nehemiah 8.10 says that the joy of the Lord is your strength. We were the joy that was set before Jesus. And like I said before, it was obedience to the Father that gave Jesus the joy. And now, here's the thing, He is the joy set before us. You know, like even that song we've been singing, you know, watch what He will do. You know, get ready for the joy, it's coming, it's coming. I believe that there's a greater joy coming. Yeah, because probably because of the suffering and, and the persecution that we're going to have to endure, that that joy is going to become stronger yeah. and stronger to us because joy talked about how it was, it denotes grace recognized. Mm-hmm. See, Jesus had to look, uh, he, he chose to look at the joy because he recognized mm-hmm. something that was greater than himself. And he knew that if he, if he had pulled himself off the cross, yeah what was about to happen, what could have been happened or what could happen through his life, which was resurrection life, if he wasn't determined to fix yeah. his eyes, to, to stay locked in on the joy set before him, right. there wouldn't have been an unveiling of that grace recognized. He understood. Yeah. He understood that there would be grace released and grace poured out as he looked away from the natural realm. That's right. But as he chose to look, further into the eyes with the eyes of the spirit here in the new living what it mm-hmm. says is because of the joy awaiting him mm-hmm. he endured the cross disregarding the shame yeah. as in i'm not even going to pay you any mind because the joy that's awaiting me is so much greater than the turmoil and the and the soulish struggles and the hurts and the pains that i'm walking through right now i'm disregarding these things i'm choosing the joy awaiting me yeah, there's, so good. there's such power in that. Yeah. And with, with, without, you know, every, every time we try to pull out of a pain, every time we try to avoid pain, every time we try to avoid suffering, you might avoid it in the moment, but I can guarantee, this is from experience in my own life, that you're going to go around that mountain yeah. and you're going to have to come back one more time. Every time you choose not to sit at a table mm-hmm. with someone that you don't want to sit at the table yeah. with, you, you might not have to sit with them in that moment, but I can assure you that Jesus is going to bring you back to that table or yeah. a table like that to have to sit with them, endure the pain and grow that you would grow up in the knowledge yeah. of God to recognize that I have to take my place at this table so that the grace that the joy that the hope of the lord is released that the hope of glory could more flourishly be recognized through my life that the name of jesus would be glorified that's a big thing it is and i'm speaking from experience in my own life i have to take a seat at the table with someone in my family that i wish that i didn't have to but i understand that that there's things that the lord requires of me sometimes that i don't get a say in yeah and I recognize that. And surely in those moments, I recognize the grace that's gonna happen, but God gives me the grace to endure that and to go that, to go through that. And you know what? I grow in my love. Yeah, and that's what you're talking about is a perfect example of, of what you said earlier about running from versus running to, right? right? Running from is always based out of fear. Mm-hmm. I'm running from something that I'm afraid mm-hmm. of. I don't wanna deal with this. I don't wanna sit at that table because I'm afraid what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid 
the deepest parts of me, what the outcome will be. But when you're running to something, if you're running to the joy that's awaiting you, knowing knowing one day maybe there can be restoration, maybe yeah. one Come day on, the joy that's set before me, yes. I'm going to run to that and I'm going to walk through whatever I have to walk through like Jesus endured the cross. Mm-hmm. You've got to endure those things in your life, walking through them, looking to the joy that is awaiting you, disregarding the shame that's taking place in the meantime. Amen. You know, there's a scripture in the Bible that says that Jesus learned obedience through the things that we suffer. See, a lot of us, we just want the joy. Of course we do. That's how we're wired. The world will tell us that joy is good. Suffering is bad. But here when we read this in Hebrews 12, joy and suffering and pain, humiliation, shame, they coexist together. Yes. You know, there's a lot of things that we could look at this season. But for those who are choosing to look at Jesus, they're choosing to look away from the things of, of that are, are, can be stressful, that can be hard. We're, they're looking away from the distractions, the stuff that besets them. And they're choosing to look at something greater that gives them joy. Yeah. Jesus is the source of all joy. That's why we can be constant in joy. Yeah, because we're, we're not right. we're not putting something that shake we're not putting yeah. our trust and our hope in something that's shaky it is a constant no matter what life yeah. is doing i can hold on to that line of joy and just go straight through but jesus is the source of all joy and as we recognize when we look at jesus christ grace pours out and as grace pours out strength pours out and yeah. that's what gives us the ability um, to be sustained. That's what sustain us through the seasons of life. I just want to share a story here. I can remember a few Christmases ago, and um, it was the year that my brother Theron, uh, he's my oldest brother, he had committed suicide. And my and we were going around, um, you guys might do it with your families too, but you go around the table, your favorite part, my favorite <laughs> we part. talk about what we, what are you thankful for, and you know, what did you learn this year? And my mom, so... Uh, love my mom and she was sharing a story about a conversation she had with a woman and she began to share about her year and 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 my mom said but i'm thankful for this year god is good and and my mom had just shared that scripture out of psalms how he crowns this year with goodness you know and our paths drip with abundance and the lady could not understand how my mom could say that she was thankful for this year, yeah. that she could say that God was good in the midst of it all. And my mom said this. She said, well, if I didn't say that God was good, if I didn't say I was thankful for what God has done, then I would have been denying everything yeah. good and great that God had done that right. year because she was focused on the joy that was set before her. She recognized the grace that was in Jesus Christ, and that enabled her and my dad and my family to get through that year with joy and with hope because their gaze was fastened on Jesus Christ. And, And I've never forgotten that story. I was so proud of my mom in that moment for that sustainable strength that she had, mm-hmm. you know, just, just trusting in the name of Jesus. And just, and just even as she shared that story, just the grace pouring out in my life, you know, hearing my mom share that story. So do you have any thoughts on that? No, I, I remember that day too. And that's, that's, a, that's a perfect mm-hmm. example of joy versus happiness. That's yeah. a perfect example of 
I'm choosing to go through this yeah. and I'm, I'm fixing my eyes on Jesus and he's my joy and he's my strength. And though the year was terrible and it was a hard year on the family, but even though I'm still looking at Jesus, I'm still moving ahead, I'm still moving through regardless of all that's taking place mm -hmm. around me and regardless of all that has just yeah. like this year, just yeah. regardless of all that has happened, all the isolation and all the, all the time spent alone and the frustrations, all those things, we're still looking at Jesus. Yes who is the author and finisher of our faith. Yes, and when he said joy set before him, grace is pouring out That's on right. you. Grace is pouring out on your heart today as you're choosing to look to Jesus, or perhaps your heart is being stirred and encouraged again to look at Jesus. Grace is being poured wow. out in your family. Joy is being poured out into your family today. Resurrection, life, and healing yeah. is taking place in your home today in the name of Jesus. Uh, where does joy come from? Uh, Romans 15, 13, many of you would know this well, and I'm going to speak to you like you know it, but it says, Now may the God of all hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of his Holy Spirit. So where does joy come from? Joy comes from our hope in God. Mm -hmm. Joy is a fruit of living with the Holy Spirit. Right. We can see that in Galatians 5. Joy is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. Think of hope like a bowl. The God of all hope fill you with all joy and yeah. peace in believing and joy coming out of the bowl. How does joy come? Well, joy doesn't just happen. And many of you have heard this a lot. Joy is a choice. Yeah. See, happiness, like you said, is based off of our circumstance, mm -hmm. but joy is a choice. I'll take that. I'll choose that. Yeah. I'll look at that. I'll look away from that and fix my eyes on that because I know that's going to give me grace. That's not going to give me no. grace. So I don't want to look at that, but I'm going to fix and fasten my eyes, even if it hurts, yeah. even if it might kill me, I'm going to fix my eyes on that because I know it's better yeah. for me. So I'm choosing Jesus above everything. That's, that's how we get joy. I'm choosing the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. in my life. I'm choosing the fullness of the Word of God in my life. I'm choosing to recognize God's grace in my life. I'm choosing to look at Jesus as I move through my stuff. Mm -hmm. You guys fill in the blank. You know what your stuff is because Jesus is my portion. That's right, yeah. Joy is our inheritance yeah. as the children of God. It's our inheritance. Anytime that we're not living, you know, in a place of the fullness of joy in our life, we're not living in the fullness of what God has for us. We yeah. are inadequately living as children of God. But, but God's not going to force that upon us. Mm -mm, no. He gave us the model. He yeah. gave us the example. He gave us the grace. He gave us the Bible. He gave us the Holy Spirit, all the tools that we need to, to have access to that grace in the joy of the Lord. We have to choose that. Remember that joy is a leaning towards from that word, Kara, five, four, eight, nine. We have to lean into it. Yeah. You know, you can't be lazy about this, yeah. you know? When, when, when God calls you to sit in those uncomfortable situations or sit in those uh, those places that you might not want to sit, you know, sit with or sit into. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. You know, you got to make a choice in that moment when you feel that prompting of the Holy Spirit. We're saying he's saying, I want you to it's a nice pillow. I want you to take a seat here. Well, I don't really want you to take a seat there. And the Holy Spirit saying, no, I want you to sit there because this is what's going to happen when yeah. you sit there. You have to make a choice. Are you going to trust? Are you going to trust in the voice of the Holy Spirit? Are you going to trust in the Lord? Do you want to grow? Do you want to become more like Jesus? We're still talking about being like Jesus. Yes. We haven't stopped talking yeah. about that. And I already mentioned this, but in life we're taught that pain and suffering are bad. Joy is good, but it's not the whole truth. 
Joy is not the absence of pain. In fact, with Jesus, you can see that joy was released right in the midst of pain because of his intentional leaning towards and recognition of God's grace. Without learning this well, church, we will never be able to understand mm -hmm. what true joy is. See, joy can share its space with other emotions. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Do you see that? Yeah. Yeah. Where happiness can't. That's right. Happiness isn't going to. There can be a joy today released right in the middle of your circumstances, church. Right in the middle with what you're going through. I don't know the fullness of what you're going through, of what everyone's going through right now. But Jesus, his joy can be released right in the midst of your circumstances today. Because joy's present is, presence is bigger than all of its stuff. You were talking about that a little bit, uh, just a little bit ago here. See, see, the reason why he was able to endure the pain, endure the suffering. It was like joy swallowed that all up. Yeah. It's like joy, yes. it, its presence was so big. Yeah. Its presence was so powerful. Its presence was so, presence was so full of hope and so full of hope and so full of everything that was needed in that moment. It had the ability to overwhelm the hurt, to overwhelm the pain. It had a grace staying power inside of it to help Jesus endure. And there's a grace staying power inside of joy to help you to endure the season that you are in. We must learn this. We must learn this in the name of Jesus. Some of us have been trying to avoid the pain. Some of us have been trying to go around the pain in this season of our life. Some of us have been trying to avoid the suffering because it hurts. I get it. Yeah. You get it. Yeah, absolutely. Nobody likes it. But perhaps God is trying to get us to go through it, to bear it, to bear our cross so that a greater endurance, strength, mm -hmm. anointing, and power, church, can be fortified in us so that it can be released right. through us. Yeah. It's called joy. That's right. And I just, as you're saying that, I'm thinking of Paul talking about the, the thorn in the flesh that he had. Mm -hmm. And he kept praying and saying, God, I need you to take this away from me. I need you to take this away from me. And I hear some of you saying, I can't go through this. I can't deal with this. I got to, I want you to take this out of my life. I want you to remove this. But even with Paul, the answer that God gave Paul was, my grace is yes. sufficient for you. And in this season, God is saying to you, my grace is sufficient for you to walk through these things. There is joy yes. waiting you, the joy that is set Amen. before you. But as you walk through them, my yes. grace is there yes. sufficient for you to enable you to walk through it and come through on the yes. other side. Keep your eyes fixed on me. Keep your eyes fixed on the joy that is awaiting you and watch and see what I will do. It's the word of the Lord right there. You know, the darkest of spaces in my life have led me to the deepest of places. Yeah. And I can say, you know, there have been dark days in my life. And, um, but it led me, I had a choice. Is it going to lead me into a darker space? Yeah. Or is it going to lead me into a deeper place? See, I had a choice that I had to make and, and many nights yeah. when I felt like my life was hanging on by a thread and nobody probably knew it. I would hold my Bible tight and I can remember crying in one season, night after night, holding on to my Bible because I just needed Jesus. Yeah. 
but I have to choose to go through that place. And just even night after night, confessing the joy of the Lord is my strength. I can remember, you know, that season, you know, my mom was talking about my brother and I can remember we were living in Calgary at the time and, and I was in Abbotsford um, that week that that had all had happened. I'd flown home, but then I flew back to Calgary and I had to lead worship and um, we had a powerful time of worship and in church that morning and, and a lady from church came up to me and she said, I don't know how you just did that. How did you do that? And I didn't even really... It didn't fully register to me, you know, yeah. what she was saying because the how wasn't really the question for me. It was like the why wouldn't I? Yeah. I needed to go to that place That's right. because I had been to that place so many times in my life that I had chosen Jesus so many times in my life mm-hmm. that I knew that I needed him. That I understood Psalm 16, 11, where it says in the presence of the Lord is fullness of joy and at his right hands are you know, at his right hand are pleasures forevermore. Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't we as a church want to worship yeah. God, you know, and multiply that joy and multiply that grace recognized in our church? Of course. You know, whether I'm leading worship or just worshiping yeah, in the crowd, right. it's all worship. Yeah. Of course we're going to worship Jesus. That's literally the best that's thing. That's the best thing you can do. You can do in times of suffering and pain is worship Jesus and exalt something and someone higher than yourself in the midst of your brokenness yeah. and your aloneness and your sickness and your bad doctor's report and your ailments and being de- and feeling defeated and feeling yeah. despair. It's the best thing that we can do is acknowledge something higher than ourselves. Because when we acknowledge the name above all names, when we focus our eyes on the joy that's set before us, Jesus Christ, grace recognized is poured out onto our life. Amen. Amen. I just want to end with the scripture here. And it's in Isaiah 3510. And uh, it's an old song in the 80s with this song. I love this song when I was little. Me and my cool friends just sing it, but I'm not going to sing it for you today. Some of you cool people will know the song I'm talking about once I read the scripture. But Psalm 3510 says, and the ransom of the Lord shall return. Love that. And come to Zion with singing, with everlasting joy on their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness. And sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Perhaps, perhaps it wasn't just the sorrow and sighing that just disappeared, but like we talked about, it was the grace recognized in worshiping the Lord, Mm -hmm. in singing to the Lord, in recognizing something higher than itself, that joy swallowed up the sorrow, joy swallowed up the pain, that grace could be poured out. Yeah. I think that's joy. That's really good. I think that's joy. So can we pray? Yeah. Can you pray? Absolutely. I want to pray. And and this is what's really on my heart is, is that if you haven't had joy in a while, if you haven't felt refreshing in a while, if you haven't felt strength in a while, I want to pray for that to come back today. Yeah. You know, even Psalm 51, you know, is David crying out, restore to me the joy of your salvation. Yeah you know, and renew a steadfast spirit in me. Yeah. You know, let's pray for joy to come to life in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Yeah. Father, we thank you for your word today that always brings truth, 
and life, revelation and understanding. God, we join our faith right now and we pray for those of us who have lost our joy, who we've forgotten what it was like to be filled with joy. Maybe we have moments of happiness that are fleeting, they come and they go. And then when they leave, we're left with more despair and with more loneliness and less hope than we had before. But Father, I pray right now that you are the God of all hope. Yeah. That you, that you are our joy, that mm -hmm. you are our strength, Father. And I pray right now that by your spirit, that you are reaching out and moving into every home and every heart right now, restoring joy that has been tried to been snatched away and stolen because of circumstances and emotions and problems and fears and doubts. But your joy is overwhelming those things by your presence. We say those things that are from the enemy that no weapon formed against any of us shall prosper. And those things will fall to the yeah. ground dead in the name of Jesus. And we say that your joy comes in the morning, that it is filling us, that it is overflowing us, God, and that we are filled with not temporal happiness, but eternal joy, that you are working right now in our hearts, restoring that joy. Father, we thank you for all you're doing. God, I pray and I ask that this word today, that it finds a home in our hearts, that it's not forgotten as soon as this, this video ends, but Father, that you are finding a home in the hearts and this word brings forth good fruit. Again, Father, we honor you. We thank you. We worship you in this season. We focus on you. We love you and praise you for all you're doing. And may your kingdom come yes. and your will be done yes. in us and through Amen. us. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Joy is your portion, church. Joy is our portion. We got a race to run. Yeah. You know, we got a race to run with endurance. We can't afford just to peter out right now. But as we fix our eyes on Jesus, you know, we're in this for the long haul. Yeah. We're in this for the long game. You have a holy mission. You have a holy assignment upon your life to fulfill with joy. We love you, church. We're praying for you, and we'll see you guys Christmas Eve. Wednesday night, 6.30. See you soon. Thanks so much for joining us today. We hope you are drawn closer to Jesus and that his spirit, his love, and his life are filling you right now. If you'd like more info about who we are and what we're doing at Hope City, head over to hopecitychurch.ca to find out more. And if you liked what you heard, head over to iTunes and rate the podcast to spread the word so others can hear too. And oh, one more thing before we go. We just want to remind you that you were made for hope.